April 20, 2020. It's a lot from Pedro show.
happy Monday, people. Monday's eight. Uh, I chow calf liver. <laughs> it's just a habit of mine. And um, that's how I know it's Monday. <laughs> uh, Brother Matt, <clears throat> three miles south of Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point. But we're working on a way to get this group chat going. And he's uh, going to prepare spin cycles for me. So I'm not totally man alone in my pad here anyway because of the software engineers in Estonia with their Skype work. I got Louis Michel again on the show. Incredible to have you on. Now, three times, Louis. Thanks so much for whenever you got yeah, the music I want to hear from you. What's that? Glad to be back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little delay a game there with a <laughs> call and response. Yeah. We start off the show with a, a yeah. set from John Coltrane from a Sunship record. And then Balfa Apocalypse Mix from Lost Bayou Rambler, something live. Uh, this is kind of a preview of a live album Louis working on with his Lost Bayou Ramblers. Uh, where'd we leave off last? Let's pick up from there, Louis. We're talking I about that project you had I with the... I think it was with the Pogues, right? Or, or a couple of Pogues. That's that's right. Yeah, we did that. Uh, we did the. We just did a run right before the shutdown with uh, Spider, Stacy, and Coit O'Reardon, who I think you had on your show, right? We tried to have her on the show, but the connect with her in Manhattan was so lame. Uh, drop out, drop. Uh, you know, you know what I mean. You got to kind of have with with the Skype thing. Especially trying to use a leash because it's going through a cellular system to the internet. Yep. So it's yeah. going to have a straight pewter. It's all yeah, and it was just, it sounded like, <laughs> it was kind of sounding like that, you know. <laughs> so, instead, we, uh, <laughs> luckily, even though same town, because Spider was there at the, in New York City too at the same time, we did the spiel with him. Ah, oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had a great run with them. And uh, got cut short right in the middle of this shutdown. And uh, man, yeah, a bunch of bunch of projects going on. I'm trying to remember what else we did last. Probably the Lost by Ramblers live album we did last. The the live album from our 20th anniversary with the uh, document. I think documentary and all. It's hard to keep track of time now, Mike. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I was saying. I know it's Monday because that child lived. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Monday. <laughs> But we're going to beat this thing. I mean, I think it's the only way to kind of calm it down. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, yeah, life deals your hand. Right. You got to play it out. You got to play it out. And uh, that's right. I don't know. What I'm doing is I'm composing and recording. You know, but the way I see these yeah. gigs and stuff, you know, in the tour, that I don't see them as canceled. I just see them as postponed. That's that's right. I mean, that's all we can do is wait for that, and and like you say, in the meantime, keep composing, and recording, and yeah. doing whatever else we got to do as musicians. What we love, what we love. I read somewhere I mean, about this is a, uh, kind of a special time. Right. I uh, I don't know if this guy from Stratford actually wrote the Shakespeare plays, but whoever did, King Lear got written during a lockdown with the the plague. That's right. So you know. Hey, if there's any time, right. Masterpiece, <laughs> it's now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And maybe you know how farmers use manures. Maybe it's a trip like that. You know. Amen. Okay. So, so okay. Like the French, like us French. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, 
So, so, so tell me about this, the, the, the live. It also had a DVD, too, because it's kind of a, it's a, a biography document. Yeah, yeah, the Lost Bayou Ramblers, uh, it was called Amaco Tinue. We're going to keep going. It's our 20-year uh, anniversary or whatever DVD documentary. Real cool documentary. Those guys did a great job at work like pictures and, you know, kind of gave people a different perspective of the Lost Bayou Ramble life. Went to my brother's accordion shop and like followed me on the boat and doing different things with the family. And uh, we had a live album recorded at seven different venues in New Orleans with with that. And uh, so that was yeah last last fall. And then yeah, and then man, it's been a bunch of projects on the burner that I sent you for this time. Uh, this the one you just mentioned, the Balfa yeah. Apocalypse, was uh, something we were we did a. This wild Mardi Gras ball called the Apocalypse Ball. It's a fundraiser for the Louisiana Himalayan Association. That this this amazing old Cajun dude, uh, Neil Gidry, he goes to India half the year and he stays here half the year. And he has this, he's real into the, he builds Buddhist temples in India. So he makes it, he does a fundraiser and it's a crazy Mardi Gras ball. We happen to record it and we're going to, we're going to start releasing it as, Lost by Ramblers live from the apocalypse ball. Okay. Wow. So is there likewise something like that in New Orleans? Is there a temple? Uh yeah, well he I'm you know he, I'm I don't know if he's built one of the traditional looking Buddhist temples that he built in India in New Orleans. I, I'm sure there's some stuff uh, I'm sure some stuff you can show me. I never, he's like an old friend of mine and we never get, I'm not like a practicing Buddhist by any means. Sure, sure, sure. So I've never gotten into that side of it with him, but he, there are, uh, you know, he did make a, uh, community house, like a prayer house on this property where the ball is. And we were the, we played it when he put the foundation up, we played a foundation party almost like almost 20 years ago. And then now it's this really cool house. So it's been an ongoing organization that we've been involved with with him and such and uh yeah it's it's really cool man and the the party is wild it's it's hard to explain wild that mardi gras it's an outdoor ball and everyone's just to the t i'm curious is there a like a house band for this place is there kind of a blend with any of the music from over there what what you mean india where he's building these temples. Does he bring anything back oh, in India. Oh, over to India. Louisiana? Um, you know, he bring, okay, well, he will bring, he'll bring uh, Buddhist monks over here, the ones that chant, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he'll, and uh, and the horns and all that, and he, so yeah. he brings them, and like, he'll, he actually recorded them on the bayou doing their chanting. I'm not sure, I'm sure there's been some kind of collaboration. I I haven't been aware of some. I've played with a with a monk, a chanting monk one time, which was amazing. Uh, but yeah, it's, he definitely brings people back and forth. Actually, the way I met him was when I was like out of high school. I was looking for something to do, and I saw a flyer that said, "Teach English in Nepal." <laughs> so <laughs> I called this dude, and he came and met me at the the local cafe in Lafayette. He said, "Yeah, you know, it's a three day uh, a one day bus ride from Kathmandu and a three day hike." into like 16,000 feet in the Himalayas and you teach English to a little family who has like an ox and some rice for six months and you'll, they're probably all the people you'll see for six months. 
And then I had the chance to go to Canada to learn French instead of teach English. So I ended up choosing the latter to go teach, to go learn French. Okay. I didn't go to Nepal and teach English, but that's how I met him, and we've been friends ever since. It was still a language mission. Yeah. But yeah. you being the learner instead of the teacher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it's and, a trip and, yeah, out of life. A, 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 a crossroads that that made my life, that made my life what it is. Can't imagine if I would have taken the other road, what would have ended up, but I'm glad of the road I took. And that's why I'm saying some some things are really significant. They're like, what do you say, game changers, life changers. Yeah, yes, for real. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, I still got home. You sent me this uh, Levy Brothers and this tune Gadoom. Gadoom. Yeah. Yes. Did I pronounce it right? Yep. Okay. That's a, yeah, that's exactly right. It's the sound the drum makes. Uh, Gadoom is a uh, is a remake from the Levy Bandits of of Kalinda, the uh, the Lost Play Ramblers song album. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Title title track off the Kalinda album that won the Grammy a few years ago, and the, of course Kalinda is an old Congo Square uh, rhythm song from you know Congo Square being the only place in North America where slaves were allowed to practice their language and music and everything. And Kalinda was this song. It still exists in different way in different um, arrangements or, or different versions and variations across the Caribbean. And it made its way into like a Cajun rock and roll song in the 50s called Allons Danser Calenda. And so anyway, this is a remix of that. So it's like this song has been traveling for hundreds of years. And this is an all new variation of it produced by uh, Serpentine Man, Joshua Blanc and Message, Jesse Duplachin. Oh, bitchin'. Okay, let's listen. Don't say calendar, do do do. 
the last tarred sparrow. Oh, there goes a robber. <laughs> oh my. Oh, zit belly Zit belly <laughs> Sit through this. You're under my spell, you. <laughs> You're just under my belly Oh, hell no. <laughs> With that corny moon hanging up there. <laughs> Take it easy. I just sit here in a chair. <laughs> I guess I'll just. Wait a minute. I guess I'll just. Kiss the evening air.
Christiane lives in New York. She's an amazing author and music historian. Ned, wrote a book Ned on what? Cuba and it's music. What, um, Louis, Ned, what is it? Ned, Ned Sublet? Yeah, Ned Sublet. Okay. And uh, T T S U B L E T T E, I think. And uh, he wrote this other book on New Orleans called Spanish Silver to Congo Square. And the first line in this book, or one in the first page, it says about this historical account from someone hearing the drums come from Congo Square. He said, and the African drums rocked the the French Quarter. He said they rocked the French Quarter, which was possibly the first use of rock in a musical term. And this was like in the 1700s or 1800s. It's an older book, and then, I was going to say. It's an older book. Wow. Yeah, well, it, it's a book that goes into the history. So he pulls out these references and how New Orleans became to be what it is. And then he says like 150 years later, the first rock and roll tune to hit it big by Fats Domino was recorded on that same, like on the caddy corner at Cosmo Matassa's, um, Cosmo Matassa's studio with Fats Domino. So it's like rock and roll, rocking, and like it's birthed, part of it's birthed right there in Congo Square. And rocking is like this rolling drums, you know, sure, <laughs> or the rolling sure. is something else. Oh, so this is Ned Sublet's research. That's where he got it from. Okay, okay. But he put it in his book. Exactly, yeah. It's his research. Now, and he you know, puts it together think, in these amazing We think of New Orleans, we think of jazz, you know, so this rock thing. And I know uh, Fats, right, he lived his whole life. So, yeah, I wonder why the rock and roll. God, I think, uh, who's the guy from Memphis who ended up there? Uh, Taft Falco played um, with him. He was in Oh, the, interesting. Yeah, bad teeth killed him or something. Uh he was in the uh post uh, uh, post tops, b- box tops, Alex Chilton. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so yeah. yeah, I mean that, and, true. It, and that's the thing, it's like you take jazz, blues, rock, I mean it's it all comes from this same from this same American mix and where did that come from? And Congress yeah. Square is definitely one of the places because it was the only place in North America where slaves could play their music. Everywhere else, they took the drums away right. because it was a form of communication and could you know start a rebellion. All this, so you know, this is what Ned Sublet talks about in these books too. Is one about Cuba too. It talks about how the different migrations of peoples form different musics, even though it's kind of similar mixes. But uh, oh man, it goes. It's some interesting, interesting mind opening read reading. Uh, definitely, I suggest it. Yeah, it's amazing. And what's the title again? I got to got to have a call. It's called um, New, "The World That Made New Orleans: okay. From Spanish Silver to Congo Square." The subtitle. Yeah, because I remember there's a uh, some plaza there where they got the four dominions on each side of this pole or a statue, like the French. Spanish, Confederate. I can't remember where it is. Maybe it's by the water. Uh, huh. That rusted old uh, submarine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. And, and so, yeah, yeah, all the changes that went through. I got to say what we heard. We heard Godot, Levy Brothers, of course. And then uh, Gareth Sager with uh, Sitting on the Dock, the Bay. Good whist- He doesn't have the whistling solo, but. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea Light, Moving Thirst. His old band, uh, after Sonic Youth, Sunday Stage, Bilge Pump out of Leeds with Goo Hack, whatever that means. Uh, Damn High Yet, 
I think that's a, ba a band out of SoCal here. As fucking good as you can get. The Captain Beefheart with some poetry. Shit through this. Trotsky Ice Pit. First music of 20 years from them. Trust. Dex uh, Ron Weber. Incredible guitar singer. North Carolina guy. Midnight at Vicks. And then finally, Vic and Bills. That's the name of that deli that was in Knoxville. Fuck, I always forget that name. You know, that was hard to play that town for a long time. <laughs> and it was literally in front of cold oh, cases. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. And uh, Weak Island. <laughs> finally, Weak Island with uh, Cyprian Bay. Now, now, we had Johnny Campos on the show about a month ago. That's right. That's right. Yeah, this is his little his uh his pet projects. Johnny's in a bunch of bands. Right, right. He's a great musician. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> kind of like you, like a lot of you know, a lot of people. I try to keep up with man. <laughs> but he said you instigated a, some of this. Oh yeah, I mean I I love I love that's what I love about like for instance my band members with Lost by You Ramblers, and all around all the bands I play and I mean. It's like I love to see what everyone else is doing, and everyone else is so has so many projects going on, and you know it's so much bigger than just oh I play in one band. It's and you know how this is. It's like everyone's got multiple projects and passion projects, and so so that's why I started Nouveau Electric Records. In fact, was to try to give a voice to some of this that people were doing as passion projects, but that was hard to put enough energy into making a release. Yeah. So. I definitely, when I heard Weak Silence, I said, man, Johnny, can I release this? He said, please. You know, he said, he just has it. And that's the thing. People just have their stuff and it's, what do I do with it? Am I going to make a whole release and start a website and all that? So that's what Nouveau Electric's about is all these interesting side projects and, you know, all all across the map. But uh, I love it. It's so I definitely wanted to put this. It, it's, I, you know, he didn't really know about Slack Key. Uh, I was telling him about because James Williamson from the Stooges that was hipping me to the slack key thing from Hawaii. And, uh, yeah, man. You know, I remember his Which name. Which was uh, big, big influence. The guy he plays for, Jimmy Horn. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's oh, the guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, King, King James? That's King James. King James or Jimmy Horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy Johnny plays with also. Yeah. What's my Oh, name? okay. I didn't, I didn't realize... Yeah, sometimes yes. my memory Man, is... Man, I mean, weird. that's... <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah, our our drummer used to play with King James back in the day, too, uh, Eric Heigl. He's... Uh, I love, love playing with Jimmy myself, man. It's, he's got a great thing going on. He's an interesting, interesting cat. Yeah, yeah. And, like, these days, he's looking more of the producer side. Yeah, he's been definitely producing some cool music, man. Yeah. Cool collaborations. He's just got... God, it's, it's a... It's always uh, I like his I like his style because he just goes straight for it too. He's not like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, muse out over over something for like months. He just like, all right, that sounded great. Let's put that to, you know, it, it's good old school producing where it's like, did it sound good? Did it feel good? Okay, then is it? You don't have to go. Oh, let me take four more takes and splot them together. Like, just do what you do. I think there's a P Funk song called "Hit It and Quit." <laughs> yeah and that's a good philosophy yeah. I like that philosophy <laughs> I remember reading this thing about James Jamerson <laughs> with the funk guys in the studio with Smokey Robbins he said by take 248 the rigor mortis was setting into the groove <laughs> <laughs> God damn. that's awesome 
Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think, too, with Johnny, you know, there, there gets this thing called, like, I call sidemanitis. And, you know, where you're always helping somebody else realize their thing. The, the way mm-hmm. to counterbalance that, yeah, let them, let their freak flag fly. Definitely, man. That's, that is, you're right about that, man. There's so many, uh, it's great when, when someone either has the time or opportunity or the courage or whatever, just to go like, I'm going to do the music that's in my head. I know that's how it is. It, it's hard because it, you do, you end up playing with other people's music and everyone's got their own thing to say. Sure. And, uh, this one was just one thing. I mean, he, you should hear his, uh, I mean, he, hopefully he played you some of his other tunes with like, he has a band called Brass Bed that was real, real popular here in, uh, in Lafayette. And then he had like a Portuguese release or something. And, you know, he's, 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 he's been very well revered by the young music scene here in Lafayette. And then, so when he started playing with us, it was like, man, such a huge bonus to us. Cause he has all, all these kids who know him like generation that I don't even know, you know, cause I'm like, Every few years I turn around laughing, I'm like, oh, a new generation of music lovers that I've never met. Great. You know, it's awesome. Shit, that's and Johnny's happened. just a whole nother side. It's and he's from me. Lafayette. Our... <laughs> Louis, it's happened yeah. to me multiple times <laughs> in my own fucking town. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yes wow, wow exactly. the scene is happening. Look, Louis, we're at the end of the first hour, April 20, 2020. Hold tight for hour two. Right. April 20. 2020, it's the second hour of the Lot for Pedro show.
I knew these people, these two people. <clears throat> they were in love with each other. The girl was very young, about 17 or 18, I guess. And the guy was quite a bit older. He was kind of raggedy and wild. And she was very beautiful, you know? And together they turned everything into a kind of an adventure. And she liked that. Just an ordinary trip down to the grocery store was full of adventure. They were always laughing at stupid things. He liked to make her laugh. care for anything else uh, because all they wanted to do was be with each other they were always together and he he loved her more than he ever felt possible he couldn't stand being away from her uh, during the day when he went to work job when the money ran out and then he quit again but pretty soon she started to worry about what money I guess not having enough huh? not knowing when the next check was coming in yeah I know that feeling so he started to get kind of torn inside he knew he had to work to support her but he couldn't stand being away from her either and the more he was away from her the crazier he got except now he got really crazy he started imagining all kinds of things like what? He started thinking that she was seeing other men on the sly. He'd come home from work and accuse her of spending the day with somebody else. He'd yell at him, break things in the trailer. to drink real bad and he'd stay out late to test her to see if she'd get jealous he wanted her to get jealous but she didn't she just worried about him that got him even madder he thought if she never got jealous of him that she didn't really care about him jealousy was a sign of her love for him
There's an old brutalism lurking in the inkwell. There's an old brutalism lurking in the inkwell. Your dog is chilly and it bit my broken Fucking finger, that's okay. That's okay. Lay down, we'll split the tips. Lay down, it's alright, we'll split those tips. That's okay. Just stare at the wall and be sad. We'll split the tips. That's okay. Tips, it's okay. Don't break down the box, just leave it for me. We'll split the tips. You don't have to break down that box, just leave it for everybody else. We'll split the tips. Is the bread on this side, or is the bread on this side? It's on that side. We'll split the tips. When you finally serve the rat shit burger and they eat it, we'll split the tips. If you can't want to care to leave the smart enough to be tortured by your own stupidity party, don't worry, we'll split the tips. If you can't want to care to leave the smart enough to be tortured by your own stupidity party that's really the aftermath of another lazy pep rally, don't worry. We'll split the tips. Yeah. and get 
sketching it are two very different things. I'm right behind me. I'm right behind me. What I said will split the tips. Will split the tips. Anyway. Anyway. Any. Way. I can't talk about work. Because I don't really have a job. Personally, I can't talk about work with people who talk about their jobs because I don't really have a fucking job. I'm too busy basking in silence and industrial hum, hiding from Leslie who is knocking on the door. This is the most boring professional development ever. I'm too busy basking in silence and industrial Hiding from Leslie, who is knocking on the door. And this is the most boring professional development ever. Hard to believe, shocking, I know. That's okay, we'll split the tips. We'll split the tips.
This world just wants to break my heart. This world just wants to break my heart. Thank you.
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off the second hour with uh, Lay String Noise for something live. Cajun Noise Construction. What about that, Lou? Yeah. So, uh, so Cajun, okay, so first of all, String Noise, this project was, Little String Noise was put together uh, with uh, Pauline Kim and Conrad Harris, who have their own band called String Noise. So we kind of just borrowed the name for this special performance. We added myself and Layla McCalla uh, on cello. And Gordon Gano, the Violent Films, was the one who put us together because I was having coffee with Gordon. He said, in New York, he said, hey, I want you to come meet some violin playing friends of mine. I think you'll love them. They're amazing. So I went to Pauline and Conrad's house. They're a married couple who are insane, extraordinary violin players. They do stuff you don't think is possible in these wild compositions. So uh, we ended up playing four violins doing violent films covers with, I mean, I say covers, with Gordon Gano singing and playing violin as well at the Rockwood Music Hall. And that was right, like part of one of Pauline's gigs where she was performing John Zorn material for the first time. I believe John Zorn was there, which I found out later, which is how I ended up doing this whole Stone residency, which is where we recorded the string noise. So I wanted to get Gordon back for this performance, but he was on tour with the Femmes. They had gotten back together. So Layla McCalla flew up, and that became the string noise, a mix of like some of my Cajun music, Layla McCalla's Haitian repertoire, and then the string noise. Uh, string noise is wild avant-garde stuff. And so noise construction is a composition by Eric Lyon, Lyon who uh, is basically like they, they popped out a computer and the computer tells you play this key and it gives you like some mood or like some instructions like ferocious bowing in A and then like <laughs> long droney sadness in G and then so you just follow it and it's this improv on the spot following a random a randomized set of instructions so we called it cajun noise construction to make it lustring noise <laughs> oh man louis i think you're doing a modern version of the congo square trip <laughs> <laughs> good good you know what i mean exactly. you're mixing it up. bring it all together bring yeah it. all this stuff colliding <laughs> bitch uh then we heard bella out of barcelona with paris love omfu out of knoxville i had a. Uh, uh, on the show, uh, last edition, uh, this cat, uh, Steve Gigante, with uh, We'll Split the Tips. Uh, bark out of Knoxville. There's a whole scene there now, and I've been uh, around with a bunch of people from there. This world. Nice. Uh, you probably played uh, the pilot lamp, I think, is the pad. Knoxville, you probably, it's been around uh, for a while now. Place somewhere else, and I forget what it was, but I've only been there like once, I think. But anyway. <laughs> but you know, they got a big festival now called Big Ears, and it's pretty experimental. You could probably bring the Lestrine noise there. I mean, when we get festivals. Oh, what? That's... So something to put on your to-do list. Then we had a... Yeah, Bahan halfway Boy. between Louisiana. Okay. Then uh, Bahan Boy out of Amsterdam with uh, Hills Could Be Mountains, and finally Lestrine noise with... Lati Boni? Yeah, Lati Boni. That's right. Which is uh, kind of pretty uh, One milk. <laughs> no, no. No, that's latte. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Lati Boni. Uh, uh, 
it's I forget what she said because I'm not I'm not so familiar with the Haitian French, but it's that's one of Layla McCallis Haitian uh, that's what I thought. tunes. And uh, man, I forget what she said it means, but beautiful tune anyway. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, I want to play here some more. I mean, this whole uh, second hour, I'm playing this late string noise from La- uh, Did it come out? Was this released? Yeah, it came out on Friday, actually. Okay, just got released. And, uh, okay. Yep, just released on Friday. Yep. I want to play Les Plats to Monsieur La Table. The that was pretty good, man. They plot to la table. Yep. Pardon the plates. Are, I want to go. I think you're like, I think we're all going to appreciate this. It's, I want to go where I can have a do nothing job. I want to go where the plates are already set on the table. Where the plates are set on the table. That's it. Okay, great. Let's Who's family for 
different. Imagine millions of people watch your life come unglued and all out panic attack on the TV. It happened to our Dan Harris, but his journey of discovery brought back some lessons for all of us about our lives, too, and he's telling us about it tonight. I
No more Beatlemania. Why for Pedro? Yeah, shows? this was like a one-time. Yeah, I'll just say it's like a one-time performance where, you know, it's not about being perfect. It's about experimenting and collaborating. And we just did it once with one little rehearsal and just see what happens. And you know, and so that's what's fun about this whole project is just it's all it's a lot of it's a lot of experimentation put out instead of like oh we experiment experiment and maybe we'll find something. It's like no, just put it out as you as you as you played it right then. You know, I heard about this. I read about this gig. It was in London. It was Roland Kurt. And Jimmy showed up. And if somebody could have recorded that. Uh-huh. <laughs> never happened. Exactly. It's just, it's just in people's memories, right? Yeah. You were there. <laughs> you, you, the, 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 the one encounter thing can be fucking really happening. Uh, so so we had uh, yes. Le Plat to Monsieur La Tabla live. The string noise. Then we had a mega doubt out of uh, Trieste with the fast. Uh, Baron Whitfield and the Savages. Slowly losing my mind. He's at a town just outside of Boston. God, what's its name? It's got a trippy name, like Berkeley or something. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, but he's he's cool people. And he can <laughs> sing. He's a righteous singer. I love. And so, uh, Apollo from Senor Al Dios, David El Diablo Dios, uh, South London. Also, South London Crushed by Pimps, Interpol, and the Persian Rugs. Some live stuff. And finally, live from Lay String Noise from this record, people. I, I, I advise everyone to fucking check this baby out because it's righteous. Uh, no more Beatlemania. You got to tell me the story behind this. Yeah. Well, that is. A half Japanese cover. Yeah. Um, I was David so that's, and, uh, that's what Fair. String Noise. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Dare, yeah, Fair, Fair Brothers. Yeah, David and uh, And, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the st String Noise, man, they have such a cool repertoire, and they pulled that one out for us. And that's been one of my favorite ones, man. It's, 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 uh, God. What a that album! This album definitely goes all over the place a bit. I mean, it's, but it, but there's, but there's also a, a some kind of weird common thread that <laughs> maybe yeah. a common violin string or bow hair. <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah, bow hair. Uh, but, but but I'm I'm thinking when they threw that tune at you, had you heard it before? Did you know about the half jammies? No, I did not. Okay, so you must, you know, their records are pretty trippy. <laughs> I saw them live in the, like early I mean, 80s opening for Penn and Teller or maybe Penn and Teller opened for them like this magic show. <laughs> and Richard Meltzer was there. Yeah, yeah was, I need to check that out. It was a trippy thing. And, and you know, they, uh, they especially Jad, they, they do art. They paint also. Ah, cool. But they're, they're, they're kind of like the old days where the 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 scene was made of individuals, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, didn't wasn't their first album like a triple like a triple album? Well, I first got them; they were seven inches, and it was their own label. It was like called Fifty Million Zillion Volts or some watts, something <laughs> like that. And uh, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was the real idea. You know, nobody else will put this out, so we're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. To me, that's, that's it. No one else gonna. Yeah, but to me, that's the idea of the movement. You know, it wasn't really a style. That was up to each band. It was just this 
this ethos, this, yes. this, this set of ethics that mean, you know, we're going to go around, we're going to make a parallel universe. We're not going to try to adopt some brand or some kind of sound. That's a, that, that's too limited. And, and that's why I still think it's yeah. vibrant and still alive. Yeah, that's why that's why the music the music scene will never it'll continue to re reform itself around the new music because that's the music that's popular has already been done and it's always up to someone new to make something new that no one else believed in that they had they love so much to put it out themselves and it'll influence and influence and then the music scene will never die. Well, like you were talking about Johnny Campos, him bringing in this new shift. You know, exactly. It, it, exactly. Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. So it's like kind of a pollination, but it's also kind of a weird evolution, and it's a weird connection, a nexuses and nexuses and crux and crux nexus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very, very interesting. <laughs> I like that. It keeps things vibrant and living, and keeps us from sleepwalking and just connecting dots and you know coloring. Yep. Coloring book shit. And, you know, it keeps it vibrant and alive. And, I mean, I got to tell you, the first gigs I went to in the movement, not knowing what you were going to see at a gig was real exciting part. Yeah. Yes. That's what, that's what is up. And how that's do you institutionalize you really something go like that? Yeah. How do you institutionalize something like that? If everything gets so predictable. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh... That's going to be interesting about how the music scene comes back. You know, maybe will live music be more special when it comes back? And so hopefully it'll be more surprises because people will be have been live streamed, you know, for a few years. And then hopefully it brings a bunch more creative stuff out of people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, it's a weird relationship, but it seems like, I mean, there's always dudes on the stage side taking chances. Not enough, I don't think. But things really change when the dudes on the other side, the gig goers, when they get open minded too. Mm hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That and that's a, that's an interesting thing of what the last ten years has made has had such a weird impact on live music. You know, let's hope that it encourages people to go out, like you say, see things that they're not sure what's going to happen, and you know, instead of oh, I'm going to see someone play my one favorite song, and I'm going to film it on my camera and then leave and post it or whatever, you know, go see some real creative stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We end up like using our new toys to chain ourselves up with sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm looking for in these days? And so is Mike Begetta there in the MSSV project part. Somehow to collaborate over the internet without latency. <laughs> yeah, that that's a good point. I mean, that is that is the key right now is figuring out how to do it in real time. Exactly. I'm, I'm getting ready to do one right now where we had our our accordion player with Soul Creole, who I know you have on in there. Uh, we're doing this festival international thing. They want us to make a video, so it's like, okay, well, send me a video you playing. I'll just play to it. It's like, okay, it's a weird. No, I just did. I just did one of those where I did five tunes, and they're somehow going to assemble it together. But the idea where we could actually yeah. play, you know, look, we're at the end of the second yeah. hour, Louis, April 20, 2020. All right, hold tight for hour three. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know, because of uh, opera being Italian, so all those words are in Italian, those the old early music words. April 20, 2020, it's the third hour of the Lot for Pedro show.
Niners, come see. Yo, come see. Borio. Sometimes our attachment can make you lose everything. 
oligarch supervillains They know exactly what they're doing And there ain't no superheroes to save the day Come out and say it. We ain't got the rest of our lives to get ready. This is the feature now. Flyway boats in blue. Estate sales for the dead. Where every old hate is new again, and every color's called red. Hear me out now. They stole the elections for and square. They stole the elections for and square. Don't you get it? Don't you get it?
fait pas ça. Oh, pas ça t'a fait, ça t'a fait du Il connaît que moi je l'aime. Walk for Pedro Show, third, start off third hour with Jetami Autant. It's a live track from Goldman Thibodeau and the Lawtail Playboys. Kangaroo Court with Liberation. Crane with Fortuitous after that. He's part of both projects. Tallum with the uh, Oligarch Supervillain. That's from his new album, the last track. Uh, Sarah Shook and the Disarmers with Sidelong. Louis... Uh, well, this guy says Lewis Cole. 
and with V, and then finally, <laughs> <laughs> I know these, yeah, heathens, <laughs> Philsteins, Philsteins. Uh, two Step, <laughs> they say out, which is a live, uh, another live track from Goldman Thibodeau in uh, La Tell Playboy. Uh, enlighten us to uh, Goldman Thibodeau in the La Tell Playboy. So Goldman Thibodeau is an uh, 87-year-old Creole accordion player. Uh, he's one of the last players of what they call Lala, Lala music, which was like pre-Zotico. Uh, okay. It's like where Clifton Chenier and all that came. It was old Lala music. It's French, you know, black cowboy uh, Louisiana Creole, and he's been playing with the Lawtel Playboys for, I think, about 40 years. Wow. And they all have passed away since that. The band started in 1966. Calvin Car- uh, Bebe and Eros Cadillac, amazing old Zodico with the fiddle and the accordion. And uh, they all passed away since, and he's kept the band going. And I, I came in on fiddle a few years ago. Amazing man. He's just, he's such an amazing, like he's one of these guys when you meet him you just feel his heart he's just so got such a amazing vibe uh and he's and he's so uh interesting like physically and like spiritually and musically you know it's it's you he's like a typical louisiana creole it's like you can't say what he is and what he isn't like he changes as you look at him he's beautiful and he plays this old style french music and uh we played his family reunion uh, in November, and I brought, I got a little board that records, and Mark Bingham came along and recorded it and produced it for us. So we're putting it out on uh, Nouveau Electric at the end of this month. I mean, uh, at the end of May, and uh, it, which is great because, man, um, you know, he's the last of his family. He's the last of his band. He, uh, and then we were supposed to play Jazz Fest. And that's canceled, of course. So, you know, who knows when we'll be able to play with him again. It's such a treat to be able to play with him. So I'm glad we'll be able to put his music out. It'll be his first album in 13 years. Wow. Thanks for doing that, Louis. Tell me about this aeronautical, oh, man. Pi- aeronautical pioneer. <laughs> so aeronautical pioneer is Jesse Rayo of the Rayo Brothers. Happens to be my first cousin. Um, okay. And uh, Kieran... Yeah, family love. Oh, uh, Kieran McIntosh, who's uh, from Scotland, who's playing the, who did the uh, the drum machine, drum beat Ableton, and then Jesse Rayo playing uh, banjo on top of him. So they started this little project. They wear spacesuits <laughs> and they play banjo and have drum machines. Really good show, man. They really, really put on a good show. And uh, they, they wanted to put out a single, so I said, yeah, let's do it, man. Let's just, just see what happens. Just put out a digital single, nothing to lose, just see what happens. And they've done some gigs, so a uh, fun little project. Spacesuits? Yeah, they put on the, I mean, like these uh, silver. On? I mean, yeah, they got like some hoodies. Not, <laughs> <laughs> okay. They sang. Okay. <laughs> kind of like our only music video, Aloha Golden Meadow, Brian, our bass player, wears this you know, reflective, uh, reflective silver bodysuit. Man, he said it's hot as heck in there, but, you know, <laughs> what the things you got to do for showbiz. That's right. Suffer for your fashion. Let's listen, Luke. <laughs>
So what if we are weirdos? Look at what the cat dragged in. You couldn't collect a better bunch from a top-rated life magazine. An A-team of complete weirdos, working a 14-hour night, wheeling people from place to place, each one of us individual and eccentric, carving out a life of service. Third shift starts in the afternoon, if you can call it that. A long expansion of day into night. The heat builds up till bar time. Then we clean up and do downtown. Do the waybill and talk. Sunday morning's an informal get-together for discussing work and life. I guess it's beer o'clock. I've backed my cab into a stall. I want to relax and talk and hear all of the crazy stories. Just what unbelievable stuff happens. From puke to punched-out windows. Bizarre drunks having nowhere to go. People offering sex and wine. But we don't take checks.
awake in my dream Let my California see No one here remembers me Help me find the master key It's everything I want to be California life is free La Mirada is my home I can't find a way alone Spread your wings and fly away Try to escape the judgment day Break through the other side I can't run, I can't hide There could be ways to ground your soul Find your way back through the hole The state of cold swears on me Before I die, please set me free
Watch for Pedro Show. Final music for this edition. Hop high from the aeronautical pioneer in their spaces. Joe Brewer after that. Oh, my God. Oh, Madison. Andre Havita out of Berlin with LAX. Ha ha Tonka heart. Height of my fears. San Ardo would take me home. And finally, Soul Creole with the dub uh, version of Troy Round. Three yeah, Toiron. And, and what is Soul yeah. Creole? What, what, what project is this, Louis? So Soul Creole is a band um, that is myself, Corey Ledette, who is the accordion dragon, this amazing Creole accordion player. He's yeah. That's who we're playing with later today for this spot, this live stream. This guy is phenomenal. And uh, Ashley Michaud, who happens to be my better half, but, you know, on stage, we're like just independent artists kind of deal. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so she wrote the song. Yeah, showbiz. She wrote this song called Toiron. And it's inspiration from this French radio show from her hometown of Villeplat. Actually, they they started. To, we were listening this morning. It's called La Tasta Cafe. It's a, a French radio show. They do four days a week, five days a week. And we we listened. We were listening this morning. We were up early, early drinking coffee and celebrating the holiday. And uh, and we hear them on the radio. And they start saying, Ashley Michaud and Louis Michaud did this new thing, blah, blah. So they're going off. Oh, why don't you give us a call? So I had to, 8 a.m., I pulled my phone out. I gave him a call. And I told him that it was that show that inspired this song because it's the things they talk about, really cool old French stuff that has a lot of deep meaning and the Trinity and all these. Uh, so, so And my the name of my uh, record label, Nouveau Electric, was actually um, inspired by something they were talking about on the radio show. There was this old shoe shop. It was like, oh, the the uh, whatever shoe shop, they named it the Nouveau Electric Shoe Shop when they got a new electric machine in to, to repair the soles. So that's where I got the name for the label. But <laughs> but Soul Creole is a uh, Soul Creole is a really fun band. It's we started in 2012. It's a Zydeco band basically with a fiddle accordion triangle and drum and bass and uh with three front three front people three lead singers and it's live it's mostly improv we go from cajun and zydeco to like you know prince covers and like some reggae covers and just all these different stuff but all inspired in the moment like he'll start playing a melody and we'll say like oh it sounds kind of like this and just start singing it and go there and go here but this is our first studio debut so it uh it's they're print they're pressing it as we speak at the new orleans record press onto 45 it's our first 45 it's our first song with this band so really excited about this release what's on and the, the dub side, mix what, what's on the other yeah, side sorry. so the other side is the single is the normal uh is the, ah, the normal this song is the dub i think, version. This is I the think dub we version. played the single last time actually which is why i didn't put it on this that's time. right that's right this is the dub version because i was wondering yeah, you know when you do a dub yeah. version, it's usually an original version. Yeah, where's the original? Right, that's <laughs> yeah, we right. did it last time. Corey Rich, the guy who produces the Ramblers albums, and yeah. my, you know, my buddy who works up in New York with LCD, he uh he produced the dub the dub remix, and he mixed the single and all that too. So, and he comes and he plays in the band when he's in town. So, I mean, you said accordion, fiddle. There's a bass, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Drum, drums and bass. Uh, okay. We have some great you know, Zydeco you know, I'm drums. A little, I'm a little biased. We got <laughs> to mention the bass, man. We got to mention yeah. the bass, man. Especially oh, yeah. this dub, so, um, too. You know? <laughs> got to mention the drummer, man. 
What you got up next, Louis? Yes. What you got going next during the uh, safe at home period? Oh, uh, let's see. What I got going? So we're doing this. Um, stream man, I'm working on a. I'm work. Wait, what was that? You got stream. your stream, your live stream today. Yep, yep. I got my live stream with Festival International. Um, I'm starting a. Uh, I'm actually. I think I'm. I'm starting a Patreon. I'm gonna start the Nouveau Electric Hour, and it's gonna be like a podcast, video cast. I'm working on it, and it's gonna be mostly in, in Cajun French, playing some music, playing some live music, translating some songs, like helping people that want to get into French, like I did, to have you know a, an extra resource to something to get into. Uh, I'm actually working on a project that started this, started finalizing this morning. Uh, there's a there was a hundred one year old fiddle player. Creole fiddle player, not not far from here, and I got to go hang out with a few times last year, and I did a little a little research, project, like you know they I got a grant to record him, and uh, they they wanted me to do. It. I didn't even ask the the state was like, hey, would you would you do a grant and you can like you know archive this guy because he's 101 years old and he's playing the fiddle, Shit. and he picked it up like a few years before that, but he had played in the 1930s, the house dances, the old school fiddle does. And he he put down the fiddle for like 60, 70 plus years and picked it back up a few years ago. Damn. Working Damn. on that. And it's so cool, man. He can only play for a few minutes at a time or like, you know, one to two minutes at a time because he's, you know, he's 101. Sure, <laughs> so sure. One of the cool things about what he does is that he put it down for so long that when he picked it back up, he's still playing the same music he was playing in the 30s which is like a style that's gone, you sure, know? Sure, Well, man, the best of luck. Any, you come up with this channel or whatever, or new music. I know you got new music. Please come on the show again. <laughs> I love it. I, I love definitely it. will, man. Okay. Man, I love love getting on your show, Mike. And, uh, man, it's always so interesting to listen to it and to be on it. And I learn so much every time about about music and myself and what you do and what everyone does. And, man, keep up what you do, man. appreciate you, Mike. Oh, man, right back, really, truly. People, it's been uh, April 20, 2020, Dishwap Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.